So Twitch, I, I do love the origin story of Twitch, and it's often kind of heralded as a perfect example of an early startup pivoting and pivoting and pivoting because the birth of Twitch, Justin TV. Yep. James, you're usually the one who does the explaining because just, I just shoot from the hip. You shoot from the hip. But uh, I can give it a crack. Please, go ahead. So Justin TV, it is a fun story. They're a Y Combinator startup, but it started literally as, like this feels so early internet, as a bloke called Justin uh, with a camera and a crazy live streaming rig strapped to his back. This is like, what, late 2000s? Yeah, it's like 2007, 2008, yeah. Yeah, so like you can imagine a live streaming setup back then. It probably required an antenna, Yep, I would guess. I, that's a, that's not a fact, no. but that's just something I would he guess. Probably, he was literally hooked up to a telegraph pole. <laughs> um, but yeah, he and he was live streaming his life, and it did have like brief notoriety. Uh, I do remember this being discussed during my uni degree classic, like another one of those things. And it was kind of like, this could be the future of entertainment. Like this guy, Justin... Oh, at justin.tv. Live streaming his life. Yeah, and people were, because it got like a bit of hype, trying to track him down and like jumping into the live stream. Yeah. And like trying for a bit of fame, being like, yo, Justin, whoa, yo. And then people were like trying to spruik their own startups to it and this kind yeah, of yeah. thing. But what it turned out to be mostly, viewership started to kind of drop off because he was just like a dude in San Francisco who worked for a startup that mostly spent time at home playing computer games. Yeah, totally. So his name was Justin Kahn, and uh, he was working on this with his friend Emmett Shear. And yeah, Justin TV. And it had that kind of like Truman Show energy. Oh my God, imagine if thanks to technology, we could watch a guy live his life. Mm. You know, it was a grim harbinger of the future. <laughs> what we thought was kind of a funny little experiment was merely a dark prophecy mm. of the way human culture would go. Yeah, but obviously they couldn't monetize that particularly. Uh, they opened it up. What about if we just create the platform so that anyone can stream their lives? Yeah. Cool. Most people didn't use it for that. They used it for illegally streaming soccer and cricket games. I was living in Toronto at the time, and I used to use it regularly for streaming illegal cricket games. No, they weren't illegal cricket games. The cricket games themselves were perfectly legal what in would, most countries. What would an all. illegal cricket game look like? Uh, well, they well, did, they did the, the, yeah, the IPL say, knockoff thing. Yeah, the, the, the knockoff IPL where it was like just random Indian guys pretending they were playing the IPL. Yeah, so that's, like that, that rocks to... though. We encourage that sort of, yeah, so Chinese gamblers can... Um, as, a, as an aside, this is just like a funny little thing. I heard from someone that works at the basketball stadium at Bankstown. There are always these guys that come in and sit down and are on their phone all day because mm. they're literally running illegal streams for people to bet on just like local games. Yeah, yeah, like basketball third stadium. division. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just want to meet the guy that's living in, you know, in Hangzhou who is just like, God, I've, I've run out of things to bet on. Yeah. I need to bet on the Bankstown Bruins. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Um, but the only way they, they, they could monetize it was just by plowing more and more and more invasive ads. So that, like, it was a, just a crazy site. Yeah, like, totally. Yeah. It, it was, you know, one of the, literally having to get rid of pop-ups every 10 seconds for ads, like interstitials. Because, and they knew that they were basically just a platform to facilitate illegal streams of copyrighted material. Totally. But then they saw an out, mm. which was the fact that you said before that, Justin TV, or the, like at least the Justin Khan part of it, uh, fizzled out because it just turned out he was sort of a loser who played video games all day. Yeah, that was the ticket. Yeah, they realized that people that were streaming themselves playing computer games mm. was actually some of the most highly consumed content on the site that wasn't yeah you know, illegal streams. It was like you know it was a good it was like twenty percent 
uh, of the website was these computer games, which weren't copyrighted, obviously, importantly. Yes. And so they made the pivot into just being for computer game streaming, and it was highly, highly successful. Well, yeah, and that that took off. And that was when they transitioned from being Justin.tv into Twitch.tv, mm. and they became a video game streaming site. And, like, some of the most famous people you know and love actually started back on Justin.tv. Like, I believe Ninja started there back when it was Justin.tv. Yeah, I know how many Ninja heads yeah. are in the Dan Rand audience. And maybe some XQC heads. I believe he might have been back then. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, to give some context for the video game streaming stuff, there was some of that world sort of percolating already. Like, we did an episode on eSports, uh, esports emerged out of South Korea and, and Asia, but there was an audience for that developing. This crazy idea of what if instead of playing StarCraft and getting good at playing StarCraft, you could instead be aspirational and watch some of the best players of StarCraft mm. and admire their strategy and watch it like sport yeah, and, and get hear, into it. Hear the slurs that they use for yeah. their opponents. <laughs> exactly. You know, some of the most creative slurs you've ever heard of, far beyond what you would be able to come up with in a game. Hey, Raf. Hey, James. Did you know that you can get an extra episode of Down Round every single week mm-hmm. on top of the one that you're already getting? Yeah, I knew that. Well, yeah, obviously you know, but the person is... I'm using you as a vessel to yeah, explain. Sorry, as I'm the listener. No, go on, tell me more, James. How a, much does it cost? A mere $7 a month, Raf. Okay, where do I go to find out more about this? You go to downround.net. Okay, I want it. Well, I'm sure you do. I feel like I'm missing out by not having it. Exactly. No ads. Second episode per week, and a few other little goodies that are coming down the pipeline as well. Head to downround.net. Downround.net. And sign up to Downround Premium.